Hey, this is a podcast. No, wait, it's a comedy podcast. Well, we tried to make it a comedy podcast and uh, it's not meant to offend anyone. So don't get offended, okay? And wait, there's something else. Oh yeah, yeah, listener discretion is advised. Audiomatic presents Our Last Week. Hi Konal. Hi Paul. Are you back in Bombay? I'm back in Bombay. Yeah. Welcome. I mean, I don't know why I'm welcoming you. I'm in New York still. Yeah. But uh, welcome. That's strange, na? When you welcome someone and you are not there. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Welcome, welcome back. Arey, but you're somewhere else. Yeah. yeah. It's a. Now the thing I don't know. I I. Uh, travel quite a lot and huh. by now i should be quite used to world cities hmm. but when when you're in a city like new york you know it's it's very intimidating and i think it's the same way i'm intimidated by the himalayas if i'm hmm. surrounded by very tall buildings and things hmm. i get a little scared do you get a little scared i i don't know i i haven't re- i haven't been to new york in fact i've never been to america i hmm. I, i i i can safely say that the city with the tallest buildings i've been to would probably be hong kong or singapore yes uh and and would you say that one of the reasons you've kept your sanity hmm uh in some shape or form is because you haven't come to america i don't know i i've i've been very fascinated i do want to visit mm. it's just that now it'll take me about 6 years to get a visa yes and then another 6 to actually afford the trip there yes so i don't know I don't know but I I they've, am keen. They, they've reduced the wait times now for the American visa to a year. Oh it's come down to a year that's great. But I think the American consulate is encouraging you to get appointments in other countries. So it is one of those rare occasions where they're saying we are inefficient. Hmm. Please go to another country and get this done. So what hmm. they're basically saying is we have too many people in this country. Hmm. We cannot you know adhere to all these people you know there are millions of indians wanting to see daljeet dosanj dancing at coachella or whatever hmm. so you know there's, there's you there's got to be some other place go to norway go to brazil and apply for an american visa there saying stand in line this line is too long right right go right. to like you live near the american consulate so it's like oh i can just go here Like, but this line is so long that if you mm. stand at the end of this line, you're in Brazil. That's what he's mm-hmm. saying. Now the thing is that the the closest consulate to me, which is like mm. just three buildings away, mm. uh, is the Russian consulate. <laughs> you got to go. No, the thing is that I, as in, you know, then again, people are saying, is it the right time to go and all that? I think it is the perfect time, na? As in. Like, like the those monuments and structures don't change, right? Like they'll still stay the same. What Russia is doing is horrible, and all of that, and we know all these things, and that they might continue to do it. But that, but does it stop you from going to a country because of you know its horrible actions? Um, I mean, you know, at the height of Nazi Germany, hmm. people were traveling. I mean, Subhash Chandra Bose. Yeah. Um, is said to have met hitler he must have gone in the middle of in the middle of world war he must have taken a ship or a plane he must have reached yeah 
No, my my thing is quite simple. Is that you know, given that uh, that you know, say press freedom, everyone is shouting about in India. There's a lot of minorities' rights are being sort of tampered with. Um, there's a lot of there's a lot of stuff that we may not sort of you know be down with so to speak and 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 so might many people in the world but does that mean that for an american or for someone from you know the uk or any any other place in the world will they say i'm not going to see the taj mahal because of this because yeah. you know press freedom i mean is i mean case in point this week tim cook from apple yeah you know like he could have opened the news and said oh my god they've just shot a gangster in the face on live tv yeah i'm not going i'm yeah. not going to india but he didn't do that no. he changed three flights and he landed he switched on the news and it said gangster being shot in the face on tv yeah um didn't change his travel plans hmm, hmm. he must have in fact said this is a very good time to go there's a gangster yeah. in up who's just been shot in the face one less gangster in india Yes. Today we have some listener conundrums. Lovely. A new Patreon subscriber. His name is Sai Narayan. Hi Sai. Hi Sai. And his first conundrum is: Hello, Kunal Nanupab. I've been a listener for quite some years now, and finally, after a lot of inner conflict and contemplation, I decided to take the Patreon subscription for an ad-free experience. Thank you, Sai. But now I feel I'll miss the ad you both play in the middle of the show. which i think was the best part of the show what do i do now sai we'll uh, uh we forgotten the ad actually that we did hmm. but just for the ad sai should be what should we do how should we help sai should we send him a a a a, a ad i i don't know how to help him out here i i guess you could i mean we could send him just the ad that we recorded which was hi this is an ad you know that was the ad that we did So yeah, welcome to so the ad break. Welcome to the ad break, and then we. So I'm saying that that little bit we can send him. He can just listen to it in the middle of the podcast if he needs to. The interesting conundrum he raises is that sometimes you know mm. when you're watching like a show or you're watching television mm. or you know like now everybody's watching Netflix, mm. uh, and you're not getting the ads. You know, I I mm. and you're not getting. Like, are you a little bit disconnected from you know the products that are out there, the bad advertising that you you end up laughing a little bit? It gives you a little bit of a breather. I'm not romanticizing it because you know I used to hate the ads in the middle of of anything, of the movies, of of TV shows. It was very irritating. But sometimes there would be ads that would get stuck in your head. You know, remember in the in the early eighties, we'd be watching our cartoons on DD, and then the ads would play. Or we even even when we hired a video cassette from a video cassette library, there'd be ads in the middle of the movie there also. You know, sometimes they'd have ticker ads at the bottom. I'll be honest, man. I need ads. Like I go to the movies only yeah. to have Amitabh Bachchan shouting at me. I just feel like in the old days. Sometimes I got disappointed when the movie started hmm. because it was a large number of ads and a large number of trailers. Then eventually the movie started. I was like, ah, whatever. But it was that first part that gave me a lot of joy. You know, yeah. That uh, and even now I feel like, yeah, I want to know why Ranbir Kapoor is drinking Pepsi or whatever. I want to know these things. You know, like. Amir Khan is still doing ads, you know, at at his tender age of fifty five, whatever. Like, I, and clearly there's still demand. So I want to know all of these things. 
By the yeah. way, I'm really sorry, but there seems to be a giant fire engine. Yeah. Going behind me. Can you hear it? It sounds like a fire engine has mated with a baby. And it's like a crying fire engine. It's a fire engine with an infant on it. <coughs> now, here's the thing I've realized about New York is sometimes everybody's in a film. They may not actually be a fire. You know, he's make he just maybe just going for lunch or brunch or something. But he's just he's just putting that sound on to say I'm a fire engine guy. Hmm. He probably looks like Bruce Willis. He's just going home. Hmm. But in New York, it's like that. You know, everybody makes a noise hmm. to establish who they are. I, Sorry I, to digress. No, no. I I think that you know that that raising a noise in the middle of the work that you're doing. You know, just you want to show everybody that you're working very hard and that you know. I, I'm a policeman. Yeah. Wow, wow. You know, I think every job should come with the noise. Like a chartered accountant, like a very loud sort of <laughs> typing sound. Yeah. Hmm. Oh, your accountant is here. Yeah. Everything should come with the noise. Whether it's a dentist or a chartered accountant or someone who like helps people invest in the stock market, they're always shouting. I find you know about their job and about you know how well they do it. it no, no, everyone. But I'm saying it, it's a it's a trend, and I think that what you're saying is that in New York is full of these kind of people that hmm. shout about their jobs and their lives. Is that so? Constantly, constantly. You know, like. Like if you are, if you take the subway or the bus in New York, there's always someone shouting, "Stand on the behind the yellow line! Stand behind the yellow line!" I mean, it says there, "Stand behind the yellow line," and people will stand behind the yellow line. Now, the only difference between India and America is that in India there'd be an abuse also with it. Hmm. Wouldn't you agree? Like, the person doing the job and he's threatening you, it's more a question of you'll kill everyone. Hmm. Go stand behind that line because he's not showing off about his job. He's just saving a life and death situation. Yeah, yeah. You know, it's like when that indigo lady is shouting, "Sir, you cannot board with that tiger." When we raise our voices, it's for slightly different reasons. <laughs> it's when the customer is on the verge of destroying the world. Don't <laughs> <laughs> don't you think? Yeah, it's slightly different. It's little different. It's little different. So Sai, we'll I guess we'll play you the the we'll do a special ad for you at some point. Yeah. Next month when Kunal and I are together, we'll do we'll do a thing for you. No, but I I just feel that you know, uh, there was a certain charm to some of the ads that even that we saw in theaters. You know, like because they'd give you that kind of because they'd be so bad. You know, it would be an ad for some underwear. Or it's an ad for some, you know. And then everyone would laugh because it would be like the, uh, recently I saw an ad where this actress uh, starts sniffing this guy's underwear. Uh, I think it was Jacqueline Fernandez, and uh, she's reminiscing about the her man coming home from work, and she opens this underwear drawer and she starts smelling it and she starts dancing with it. You know, and and the thing is, that I so I was, and the whole audience had a wonderful time. You know, like everybody was really enjoying this ad even more than the film, because the film was, you know, the film was getting uh, it was getting too much, and, and and people needed that break. And then suddenly you saw Jacqueline do this with this <laughs> underwear, and everyone was just like in splits, and everyone was just like having a great time. And I think that sometimes the ad does give you the relief, you know, that you need. Uh, and sometimes, I'm, of course, I'm very sorry to bother. I don't know this ad, but 
um, clearly somebody thought this ad was good enough for family viewing. Yeah, as in, you know, I, I've seen worse for underwear ads where, where you know, there's mm. the, like where they really focus on the guy's crotch and they really like, you know, there's this seam running up his crotch and they really take a tight shot of, I don't know, it's always been difficult to do men's underwear ads, you know, because like no man is watching that ad and saying, I got to buy this underwear. I think they're targeting the women to buy the ad for the men or... Because I don't know, I, I don't know how it works. This is a this is a good conundrum. So, so if I bought that underwear, I'd have to also be married to Jacqueline Fernandez, who would also need to wait for me to come home from work, right? With your underwear um, in her arms, yeah, yeah. A, a number of things would have to line up in order for me to get the real joy out of the underwear. Hmm. I think the the fundamental problem might be Jacqueline Fernandez marrying me you know hmm. apart hmm. from everything else hmm. and i think the sirens behind me agree you know they yeah. <laughs> they are, even the the driver of that fire engine is like yeah i can't get jacqueline fernandez to return my calls yeah. either yeah and for me the ad actually solves one of life's big conundrums is you know hmm. is it where the hell are, are my underwears you know like i just bought <laughs> so many jacqueline fernandez. <laughs> that's clearly it's clearly with Jacqueline Fernandez who is dancing with them. I think that his that is that that answers one of life's big big conundrums. Why, why, why can't we do that other end of the ad where the guy goes is like, "What are you doing with the underwear? Why are you dancing with it? I can't find my underwear anywhere. You're dancing with it." <laughs> <laughs> that's the that's the ad yeah. that they don't show you. That's the ad they don't show you. I, I, I shouldn't confess this, but I will. Years mm. ago, I had done an ad, Kunal, mm. for it's an oil, it's an oil that removes itching. Right, right. Uh, I think it's an oil or a powder, I'm not sure. It's mm. a Marwari company out of Calcutta. And mm. it's... Uh, brand ambassador was Akshay Kumar. Mm. And the concept of the ad was that I'm dead. I'm a mm. corpse. Mm. I am in a coffin. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Akshay Kumar is a priest and he's presiding over my dead uh, body services, hmm. my dead body. But my itch is so strong hmm. that I come back to life and I start itching myself. Like I start hmm. scratching myself because hmm. uh, it's the the my desire to itch is so strong. And hmm. the father, the padre who's hmm. doing the service stops the service to, you know, promote this oil or saying that even if you're dead if you continue to itch you need this to die mm. properly mm. and what had happened is that uh, Akshay Kumar shoots very early in the morning he's a mm. very dedicated actor he shoots quite early in the morning and it was about five in the morning and it was a really comfortable coffin mm. and when I got in that coffin and there was a pillow at the back mm. the on action I'm supposed to itch and scratch and move around mm. And I fell off to sleep. Hmm. <laughs> and so the intended shot of the camera yeah. above my head, that's supposed to catch me. The director started shouting, hmm. saying you're supposed to be itch. Hmm. But it was so comfortable that I felt no itch hmm. at hmm. all. Hmm. You know, and I realized that and at one point, Akshay Kumar turned to me and said, Arey, if you don't itch, how will we sell the powder? Hmm. Which is a great point. Hmm. You know, like, I thought that, imagine that ad, how that would have turned around. Mm -hmm. That says, you know, 
sometimes if you're getting a good sleep you don't need itching powder mm. <laughs> like how the ad would have to reverse if i didn't wake up at all yeah you know it have to become a different kind of ad this is a problematic ad because i mean if because the problem is that i'd rather not die you know and have mm. the itch keep me alive you know so then if i use the powder and i stop itching then i can die peacefully but if i don't want to die correct and the itch is keeping and me the, alive then i'd rather just itch right and also this fundamentally presumes certain things about death hmm. you know that if your itch is so strong you can't die so it's fundamentally also asking some questions about mortality which i don't yeah, think are I, biologically yeah. true well that 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 license i can still grant them <laughs> that like, yeah there are certain things that you will come back to life for yeah. if you're itching a lot yeah then you'll come back to life don't worry okay we have another conundrum from sai a new patreon subscriber who lives in gurgaon and his conundrum is this kunal house parties in gurgaon are big and recently he was invited by a friend to a house party on their terrace and they had invited a ghazal singer and the evening was with their intimate friends and family the singer was great ghazals ranged from mehdi hasan to jagjit singh and everyone was enjoying sipping whisky all was fine till the ghazal singer opened the evening to the audience for farmaish song request hmm. now the guest request ranged from kishore kumar to kumar sanu to bika singh which of course was inappropriate for a ghazal evening the poor ghazal singh after entertaining a couple of requests got a little upset and stopped taking requests which led to guests getting a little upset with the ghazal singer to diffuse the tension my friend's wife started playing loud punjabi songs everyone started dancing and singing i also saw an uncle pull the ghazal singer to dance to mika's tune sorry for the long story but my conundrum is should singers avoid farmaish from the audience in such gatherings completely because it has the potential to snowball into something else yeah absolutely correct Absolutely, I have never seen a request evening go well for Western music, Eastern music, any music. Yeah, no, I I've also been to one of these intimate sort of home uh, where they invite a, a a singer to the house, and you know someone of repute, not not just like, like you know uh, someone who who's known to do a certain particular form of singing. and uh, i think there they handled it well where you know they ended the evening and then everyone had dinner and and that was the end of it but but i could i mean you have stories of of performing at you know uh, large family events uh, as well where they might they like after your stand up like if they had started saying can you do some johnny lever or can you you know do a uh, can you do some improv now or can you crack some jokes with our daughter uh it would get into some <laughs> tricky uh, territory i i think that the art of the request hmm. is something as a people we're not very good at like one thing that at corporates you get a lot is make fun of vipul make fun of vipul and or they'll like you know sales team eastern region tell say something about them now you don't have the context of why right. that's funny right you know that is the biggest they got you know like Mota Mama, where are the jokes about Mota Mama? Now, if you're in a wedding, you don't have the context for Mota Mama, so yeah, might yeah. as well then just let Mota Mama do the thing, you know? Or they sit yeah. you down earlier and lay out the entire groundwork for all the complications within the family, 
or the company you know that that eastern sales is the loser team that's why you make fun of them so you're like ah cha cha okay now i get it so if they don't mm. give you that they're just throwing out things and yeah. i don't think we have a context or respect for a singer's back catalog hmm. so they don't give a shit if he's a gazal singer they like baja baja yeah. you know and the thing is that guy may not be a badshah guy yeah you know like you may just be a little sort of you know uh, i mean offending him but i don't think people care because what i like about indian audiences they come with what they know they don't yeah. give a shit or care about what the artist may or may not know yeah you know that makes it a little tricky territory what do you think yeah i i think that you know there should be certain boundaries uh Uh, so uh, like i can get it that at a wedding sangeet you've hired a singer and that singer is say you know he's just open to singing whatever he just wants people to have a good time he's just going to belt out anything you know i i get that but if you have someone <laughs> doing a certain genre like a certain specific yeah. like say it's an elvis yeah. presley evening and you have an elvis presley impersonator who's coming to do elvis presley and then suddenly you said you know uh where's yo yo where's yo yo and all that stuff like do some yo yo yeah, yeah. so uh, yeah it, you know so then it gets complicated I, imagine going for a play you know or you go you're going to watch a show you know whatever 12th night or whatever it is or or as you like it and then suddenly someone from the audience says you know <laughs> like <laughs> do some stand up also do some stand up also like <laughs> yes. but i'm i'm you know i'm in the middle of a soliloquy here right this is like this is not the so so it i i i i've realized also that don't you feel this way that after indians have a drink yeah yeah then they they've decided they they want something you know they they yeah. forget they forget what kind of evening that it is or you know like who's invited me they want a certain kind of thing yeah so they don't give they'll shout out whatever gappar singh yeah. gappar singh like they want that now that's what basically it's the first you know people say don't say the first thing that's in your head yeah in one of these gazal nights after a few whiskies if it's a nice roof and people are chilling yeah. they just shout out the first thing that's in their head yeah yeah you know like sunny leoli they'll just shout it out like you're like okay uncle this is This is you in your downtime. Like not, yeah. this may not be the right place for it. You know. Yeah. I had a friend who actually did a, a you know, one of those uh, supper theater things at one of these. Mm. It mm. was a corporate supper supper theater, and they did a they they did a two person play. Devika Shahane, a uh, 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 wonderful actress, and she had done this thing, and I remember her telling me. that uh, there was this one guy who had a few drinks and he was in the front row somewhere and they'd finished their their play it was an actual play you know it was a two person play and at mm. the end of the play everyone clapped and everyone was happy and all of that but this guy kept shouting once more something else once more something <laughs> else so he said <laughs> he wanted it, he wanted the show to go on but he wanted something else also not this once <laughs> yeah. something else something else i once gone to i once got to see uh, the comedian kunal khamra perform in a bar he wasn't yeah. famous there it was many years ago and one uncle was wasted and while kunal was doing the thing he kept shouting to the back change the topic change the topic 
so he liked the comedy he just didn't like the topic topic the topic was <laughs> the problem change the topic yeah i'm saying the gazal singer you got no context you are wasted you just want to hear a song in your head yeah. you know you'll shout that out yeah you know you'll shout out brad adams yeah everything i do i do it for you he's like are you but i'm a gazal singer like there's no call. the guy just still shout shout out his shit you know yeah but there's one thing that i have to say is that mm-hmm. is that to become a gazal singer you know to because mm-hmm. gazals generally are based on a lot of sadness that's what i found there's a lot of they mm-hmm. they generally very they're very sad songs they they you know they they nostalgic or the reminiscing or the you know philosophizing but there's a certain sadness in it and i think that it comes from going to live events and having people force you to sing other stuff so so it actually does improve <laughs> you as a gazal singer in case you need to get into the zone of you know not being able to do what you want to do because it in, it improves your gazals because you're suddenly a much sadder person by the end of it because you've experienced these drunk people you've they are destroyed no yeah. that's why your songs are like koi kuch sunta nahi hai main gana gata exactly <laughs> then you invent gazals about it's autobiographical about yeah. the shit you're about the shit that you have to that, that people put you through you know teen ghar pe jhagda karke aa raha hu it's a it's that kind of nonsense kura Yes. We have a conundrum for a lady called Rashi. Hi Rashi. And hi Rashi. And she says to us, I have a friend's birthday coming up. Yesterday I went to the store to get a nice dress for her. I did buy a very pretty dress and as I was gift wrapping it suddenly I had the urge to try it on. I couldn't stop myself from trying on the dress. It looks so good on me. Now I'm actually planning to keep it for myself and in fact wear it to the birthday party, but I also don't have time and motivation to get anything else for her. What should I do? excellent conundrum excellent i've always found if i see a really nice present i don't want to give it to someone yeah yesterday i i, I uh, there was a scarf that i had for a friend hmm which i really liked hmm and i wanted to keep it and then i thought to myself this is a scarf that someone had given a friend had given for me to give to another friend here in the hmm. us hmm and i realized that this is a really nice scarf and then i did spend a large part of day before yesterday figuring out if i can get a shittier scarf and keep this mm. one mm. and mm. give that other guy a shittier scarf mm. but then i realized that he'll find out what if he called the original friend and said yeah. you know but what would he say is he won't know that it's a shittier scarf shittier compared to what you know like a lot of this is speculative Well, you know, then there's always that awkward thing of, you know, oh, I'm wearing your scarf. Look, I've sent you a photo, and then he says, "But this is not the scarf that I sent you." Mm. That, I mean, all mm. of this is possible. They go out together, and he says, "I'm wearing. Look at me. I'm wearing your scarf." And he's like, "What scarf? This is not that one." Then it all. I mean, it'll, it'll come back to you. It'll come I, back. It'll I think come in back. this case, it's much cleaner. You know, like this is just like cleaner. gone there. I'm buying this gift, and now it's not a gift. You know. and it's all in rashi's head if you think about it's it it's all in rashi's it head it was a it's present all... in her head and now it's not a present but but what i like is that rashi is making a very important critical decision which is keep the nice things for yourself you know and 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 a lot of times people say it's the thought that's important it's not the <laughs> gift 
you yeah. know yeah so <laughs> and no but no one is saying that it has to be a pleasant thought yeah you know the thought doesn't have to be in support of the friend that you're getting a present for it doesn't i got very lucky with a present very mm. lucky i have mm. a friend who's got a five and a half year old daughter mm. and i bought a um a reusable you know i drink a lot of espresso so i bought yeah. a reusable espresso cup for a 5 year old girl no no so here's the thing so <laughs> i bought that and along with that i got a present i don't know why they sent me this but i got a present of like a toy turtle nice right so now i have a free toy turtle and i remember i was racking my brain what do i give this child whatever i was like shit i got that toy turtle from the espresso thing it cost me nothing Yeah. But now when I took it to my friend I had to make up a story about the value of the turtle. So I yeah. said you know I searched a lot this is a special turtle from Norway this that. So then I made up a whole story about the turtle. I also must tell you this is the last time we're recording an episode of this podcast because this friend listens to the podcast hmm. and we'll find out that I've just done this 3 days ago. Right. Um but then I made a back story up and then the kid loved the back story. and i said that you know, so that what is more relevant the story and obviously is it good to lie to a 5 year old child no but the child doesn't know it's a lie the child just knows the story you know and that's what i find is that is that the story of the gift is much nicer than the gift itself that that if gifts come with a story you know that oh you know i was going there and then suddenly mm. i spotted this and i said no i have to and i took the bus back and i went back and i got it and they said shit it's just out of stock but it's it you know so if you build a story and then there you know then the, or or some some effort some struggle and i think that as you know as people say it's the thought it's the effort that's important what she has done is put in the effort the effort is not lacking went to the store picked a dress all good intention it didn't work out but the effort you know the time that you spent <laughs> yeah. the time that you yeah. spent looking that is that yeah. speaks that speaks <laughs> that right that's the story yeah and, so and I morally you your go, conscience is clear yeah and you can go empty handed also but you don't have to lie you, you can say that you know we they their collection was just not up to the thing we'll have to go together and and you know i really want to get you something and i feel that you know if we go back together we'll find something that's perfect because you know i i was a little bit this thing about your side you can still make a story and you can still be telling it wasn't worthy you of you there. you know it wasn't worthy i went you. there but this these gifts they're not worthy of you you know no. that, that, that's such a beautiful line to say to someone yeah it was just not your style <laughs> it's not your thing you know they yeah. see they know my thing what a good friend they know my yeah. thing yeah yeah hi there my name is nitin sundar and i'm abhishek chopra join us on heads and tails a weekly cricket podcast where true to our name we help you make heads and tails out of the top cricket stories of the week before we jump head first into the tales of cricket from years gone by on this podcast it doesn't matter if the coin lands heads or tails at the end of the day cricket is the winner catch heads and tails wherever you get your podcasts kuna last conundrum it's from hmm. rahul hmm. um and he says 
I was traveling by rickshaw the other day and the rickshaw driver and I were griping about the sorry state of affairs to each other. And in a moment of unimpeachable wisdom, beautiful words, he said to me, Bombay ki halat itni kharaab ho, ho gai hai ki yahan par kutta cycle pe piche bhi nahi bhagta hai. Because of the It's a quote that halat. stuck with me. Because the dog also knows the road is in such a bad state, there's no point running behind an auto. Hmm. My question to you is, how are all rickshaw taxi drivers such wise people? It's an excellent question. Excellent. Yeah, I think whether it's rickshaw drivers or taxi drivers, but not Ola drivers, not Ola Uber, because they are just, I mean, you know, they're, they're on their own phone, they're talking on the phone and they're watching another phone. So it's a very different sort of experience that they have in a taxi as opposed to a Kali Peely taxi driver who's more interacting with the world and with the customer and, you know, they speak to them and they, you know, they don't have these corporate norms of you know don't speak to the customer don't intrude on the person's life don't ask them how they're doing just you know drop them and just check, make sure that they're comfortable so when you don't have these corporate sort of and and i and i have to say that i i appreciate that sometimes but sometimes you want to be chatty you know you want to say are kya halat ho gaya you know so these guys whether they're rickshaw driver or taxi driver they they grate against the city, right? I mean, they're being grated against the city. They're literally being torn to shreds mm. by the city. So they have this this deep insight about what's happening. They have inside information. They, they're listening to people who are having conversations in the thing, making their own analysis. They're politically aware. I mean, they might still be, you know, bigoted or horrible or whatever. That's a separate issue. But they have strong opinions that they love to discuss. And I think that that is uh, that is the case in most places in the world with real. I'm not. I, mean, I don't mean. I mean taxi drivers who you know belong to the unions and 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 drive normal taxis or rickshaws in this case. That's a very good point. So the other thing I found about Ola Uber drivers is they're not from the city they drive in. Yeah. So generally, yeah. yeah if sure. if I tell an Uber driver, take me to Gateway of India which I would imagine, or VT station, which I would imagine are fairly central Bombay landmarks. They'll have to enter. A lot enter of times they won't, yeah. they won't know what it is, right? Yeah. Um, whereas, you know, the, the what I like about auto drivers is they're off the earth, you know? So, <clears throat> I had an auto driver explain to me the meaninglessness of digital payments. Hmm. You know, he's like, Kuch, you know, you can't, nahi sakta hai, sir. Paisa ka kya hai, kuch nahi sakta hai. And I thought that was quite profound hmm. with understanding of money, you know, that hmm. like, what is an asset if you can't touch it? And he's essentially explaining, you know, the, the, the beginnings of cloud computing and yeah. the, the moral dilemmas of cloud computing. Now he has wisdom. I mean, he's seen the world. He also, once I, I live in Bandra, so I take a lot of autos because that's the system there. And a lot of times the guy will say, you know, Bandra mein sir, 120 building ban raha hai. Ye price pe kaun kharidega yaha par? Ye log paagal hai kya? You know, so huh. he has a view on the real estate market. He has a hmm. view on cloud computing. He has a view the state of the municipality. Often we'll drive past something and he'll be like, ye dekho, ye log jo khod raha hai na, ye abhi khod ke chhod ke chale jayenge. It's brilliant. He's asking about the nature of civic infrastructure redevelopment. Who's hmm. accountable? I mean, this guy should be in the municipality. He should hmm. be in cloud computing. Hmm. 
Hmm. Every time I take an auto, I feel like the guy's in the wrong job. You know, like he is the wise philosopher of our times. Yeah, no, truly. And I, I mean, I like having conversations with uh, with taxi drivers. I sometimes, I mean, sometimes you hear a, a very interesting insights about you know where they live or. Uh, or what they just went through in the last couple of days or you know what they just saw it's it's very interesting so i i would say yeah they are the you know they they are the philosophers of the cities you know they philosophers are the, of our time and yeah <coughs> well you know at a very base kind of level at a base level but also one last thing i'd like to say is that basically when they're rejecting you when an auto driver says nahi jana hai don't take it personally because he's not saying he's not turning it down to be cruel to make yeah. more money he's saying yeah. you're not worth the conversation hmm. you know that's what he's really saying you're not worth engaging in the conversation i want to have about the state of the world you are not yeah. wise enough yeah it's like plato not taking on a pupil you know right right like right. for a long time i think socrates had to uh, beg plato to take him as a student or something as aristotle one of these guys Right. Because like you're not ready, you're not bright enough. You know you can't be my tutor. It's like that. Nee jana, andheri jana, nee jana. Because he can see that you're not worth his wisdom. Hmm. So to answer to answer his question, I think that uh, you know they are the wisest people in Bombay, according yeah. to me. They should start a taxi service called Aristotle's. <laughs> Bandra to Jew Aristotle service. <laughs> yeah. This has been our last week but unlike Gazal singers Kunal we take requests we do so if you have any farmaish please send it our way and uh, we look forward to uh, coming to you with uh, new episodes uh, and uh, having new subscribers join on Patreon so do spread the word and do um, like let more people do things. know about do, do things, things. Yeah, yeah. exactly just like sai joined us you know and what's an ad from us if you want personal favors um, which do not involve underwear we are here we are here we are here our last week at automatic.in and also patreon.com forward slash our last week yes bye bye you were listening to our last week produced by Rajesh Tahil and Avdoot Khanulkar hosted by Anubhav Pal and Kunal Roy Kapoor assistant producer Akanksha Kadam <laughs>